Welcome to the Dead Pit. Carl from Games Brains Headbanger Life here with my guest Jack Donovan, bass player from the... How would you describe them? Psychedelic, stoner, doom, rock, heavyweights, Elder. I love it. I love it. Throw them all in there. Why not? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it is that. Ignoring the meshing of genres and just going, well, you got to describe this to someone who's never heard you before. Oh, so Absolutely. So Jack will offer up five things within the worlds of gaming, horror, heavy metal, rock, and more that he dislikes or that annoy him. And he'd like to send to the dead pit where hungry zombies will tear it apart, never to be seen again. However, there is a catch and it is that I will be making the final decision on whether they go into the dead pit or not. It's up to Jack to deliver a convincing case as to why they belong among the dead. Convince me. I'm very easy to convince. I dislike a lot. <laughs> so do that and it goes in. Jack, it's a pleasure to talk to you. How are you doing? Oh, it's a pleasure to be here, Carl. Um, I'm doing very well. I, uh, in this time of COVID, I have been working a lot at my local supermarket in the deli, slicing delicious meats to Americans that just can't get enough of. <laughs> <laughs> they can't seem to stay away. <laughs> oh, I we can't start an, any interview off these days without talking about the elephant in the room. You've already mentioned it. And I guess that's the biggest question. How have you been coping with this complete, oh, what's the word, unearthing of your life? It's been tough, and I think that this – not to take an obvious spot, but this has to be the first one thrown in the in the pit of, of death, the, the dead pit, whatever you call it. Mm. This COVID-19 just deserves to be in there. Right. It is, it is just a, a bum rush of, of anxiety and change that has affected – I mean everybody, but at least for me and Elder um, – it's our, our tours are postponed like yeah. today our, our our new album omens is released today of course and and there and th as dumb as this sounds is a lack of like the pomp and circumstance that i kind of uh expected from the album release day uh like i went to work today and then <laughs> yeah and like i i get all the notifications on all the social media and and it's wonderful but it's just something it's just missing, and it's yeah. just a bit sad, yeah. I completely understand that. Um, it's it's, oh, it's a happy day, but it's, say, it's like it's like sharing your birthday with um, a funeral, you know? Sure. Yeah. And Absolutely. Yeah, it's a day you can celebrate, and it's great to get all your stats come in and say, hey, this is what's going on, and everyone's noticing it, but it's just missing that thing. It's tough. Uh, it's been yeah, it's tough for everybody. But uh, the, the, these things, like this here, the um, this interview is, you know, there's the light on the horizon, and it will come. Do you how how do you feel about that? Do you feel quite positive about um, the speed? I guess that life could potentially return back to normal. Uh, absolutely. I I, I think I, I'm optimistic. I think that. People are itching to get back to normal. Mm. It, you know, it's gonna shake the system of everything, every system. You know, yeah. From from top down, everybody's affected by it. But I think that people are eager enough to 
to get back to that way of life that it, it, I hope it runs smoothly. And what would a return to normal life like be for you in regards to that? <laughs> I mean, it would be getting, it'd be going on tour. It'd yeah. Be, be, these dates that were set in stone months ago that we were looking forward to for so long. Um, come back and just be there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so sad to think that I think that the, uh, cause all the other guys in elder, they live in Berlin mm. and I'm here in, uh, Massachusetts in the U S. Um, it's just sad to think about, I, I believe it's next or like five days from now that they would have been landing in Boston. Uh, and we would have been rehearsing for tour, which we were starting in early May. Yeah. And, I just can't wait until that is is a reality again. Yes, yes. Because yes. that's the most scary thing, I guess, as well for our kind of time is the sort of word on the street as it is, is that music industry and you know, oh, bars yeah. and pubs and clubs and all that will be potentially the last things to kind of get back to normal. Yeah, and I, I've been thinking about the music industry and you, you go through the whole catalog of positions in it and it's like from the bookers to the venues to all the things they're piecing their lives back together individually, but they also, it's a symbiotic thing. So they Mm. all have to be uh, working kind of together. It's just seems, it seems so large. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You kind of, when you talk about it and you kind of focus on the bands who can't go out and tour and can't do this and all that, you kind of forget about that bigger picture. Um, It's very easy to overlook it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know there are a lot of uh, cogs in this machine, and you're right. It's gonna it's gonna be step by step when they all get going again, but it will happen. Yeah, it will happen. I agree. And, and do you think as well, kind of like when things do sort of slide back that way, that there'll be fear from people to kind of come out to your shows because of the gathering, or there'll just be a hunger? I think that there will be more of a hunger. Mm. Once, I mean, and you know, who knows. Um, from whatever agency or government or whatever is going to say like, Oh, everything's okay. Like when that happens, I think that people are going to just be ravenous. Stampede, man. <laughs> yeah, Stampede. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how, cause the comparison between where we are in London and England to where you are. And it's, you know, obviously no gigs at all you know, major festivals across Europe and the world all being cancelled. The big ones, the likes of oh, yeah. Hellfest and Wacken. Yep. Um, you know. I mean, here in the States, Psycho Las Vegas just got postponed and that that was like the that was the flagship for American heavy music festivals, which we haven't had in so many years. And yeah. and all of a, all of a sudden the Psycho is just killing it. Year after year, it's so good, and it's getting so big. And I, this is I, this is a huge hit. It's just tough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So obviously, the fact you started with it, the, what kind of person would I be if I was like, no, COVID nineteen stays out? <laughs> that would be uh, wouldn't be a good look. No, it wouldn't be. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 it was a low hanging fruit. I just had to take it. <laughs> Considering in this country as well, our mantra is stay home, save lives, protect the NHS. Um, yeah. I know. Yeah. It's, uh, it's crazy, crazy times, but yeah, definitely cast COVID off into the dead pit. There you go. It's done. It's absolutely <laughs> done. <laughs> 
So as you already said, today is release day. Uh, Omens. Even though you've got the kind of feel that it's not as big as perhaps you wanted to be, how do you still like? How do you feel about the release overall? How now that it's out and it's in people's ears? It's it's an excellent feeling, and and as I said, seeing all the notifications, I was like looking at them, and there's uh, so much positive feedback, and that's extremely encouraging. Um, there's nothing we can do so we mm. have to kind of just roll with it right now and and it's been good so far i am super excited about the album i think it's the best thing that we've made yeah. and i think it's going to be a different the way that people receive it and accept it is just different so yeah we just have to you know adapt yeah yeah and was there at any point where you considered considered um delaying as many other bands have done yeah, there were talks of, of delaying and speeding up uh, mm. the process. Uh, on one side, that people are quarantined and at home, and uh, now's the time to you know give them something new. Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean, especially our music, which is like I think kind of like hopeful, like um, isolationist music a bit, but oh, but yes. It, with extremely like hopeful themes in it, and uh, at least in the in the music, um, maybe not lyrically so much, but <laughs> the music ev- evokes in me just like uh, the urge, like do something and get something done. So there's there's that. I completely understand that as well. I think um, if I remember what I wrote at the end of my review for it, it was this is not something that you just put on in the background while you're busy doing something else. You take the time. It's right. Only five tracks, all right, that's a long one, but, you know, you take the time, you sit down, you um, surround yourself by it. And right. And I think that works. Yeah, and, and I hope that you surround yourself by it, and after that, it inspires, it, you, you know, then you put on the music that you put on in the background, and you, like, get stuff done with a purpose or yeah. something like that. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad you didn't de- didn't delay it because it's bloody good. Congratulations! It really is an incredible piece of work. Yeah, they, and you know, of course, you don't want to delay it. We made this thing in uh, Jan or in late December, mm. and <clears throat> we're itching for it to get out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like we, we worked so hard on this thing. It's like let the people hear it. Let's go. And what difference is delaying it by another two weeks going to really make? Right, I mean, it, from what I gather, the kind of the the bands that have sort of been doing that seems to have come from print issues more than anything else, like the delay yeah. because they can't get vinyls made and so on. Right, exactly, and that's another thing. It wasn't disappointing, <laughs> but I see all the uh, I believe it's the European pre-orders of the album of the vinyl. Yeah, that everybody's like. Oh, got the vinyl today, like two days before release day. I haven't even seen the thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm so jealous. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. This yeah. is the world we live in now where the artist himself can't see the fucking vinyl. <laughs> oh, I can't. Yeah, I, I, all I want to do is put it on. And I, when I got home from work today, I, I put the Spotify stream on. Just be like, ah, what does this sound like? On like these speakers and... I mean, it sounds great and it's super fun, but man, I want to drop the needle on that wax so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Are you 
you're not sick of hearing it then you're still enjoying it yourself because i know a lot of bands after having to do so much work in an album don't want to hear it i yeah i get that no i i still like listening to it i think that it's the coolest thing that or the best sounding thing we've made in the studio so i it's still amazing every time i hear it i'm like oh yeah and i'll be like oh nick nice one like, <laughs> like that was that was beautiful and like i still that it for me i get sick of songs when we play them live okay that's when, that's, that's when i'm like okay i uh, <laughs> i could go like this isn't shit talk about elder or anything but i don't think i could ever listen to gemini ever again oh okay <laughs> it's just like how many times i've heard that song <laughs> It's one of the, it's like Motorhead's Ace of Spades, right? Lemmy hated playing it, but he knew he knew he had to. You have to, you and yeah. you have to, and I, I understand that completely. But there, you know, there's a little part of me that's like, new stuff is more yeah. fun. Like, <laughs> I I think there'd be, I think you wouldn't be showing passion or interest in your music if you were like, no, I'm happy enough to play the old stuff, forget the new stuff. Um, that's just you know not important. You want to be constantly moving forward. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, second one then. What do you have for the dead pit? Uh, the, se- <laughs> the second one I have, and again I'm kind of just going off the cuff on some of these. Mm-hmm. And it probably wouldn't work so well in the dead pit, but I hate, I hate when I go into someone's kitchen. And they have dull knives so <laughs> fucking much. It's the most infuriating thing to me. I am it's 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 just lazy, it's dangerous. Oh my god. Nothing boils my blood more than when I use a dull knife. Okay. I know that I, I know that's kinda dumb, but when I first was thinking about things I hate, I was like, Oh, this is the number one thing that I fucking hate. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um these uh, we want people to be quite specific about these things the idea is it grinds your gears dull knives okay because when you were starting with that it was beginning to make you sound like you were michael myers psycho or something (laughs) when i go in to get that knife and it's dull it's no good (laughs) yeah yeah exactly but i i mean that might be true as well but it's oh man like when you're trying to just cook something delicious and I love cooking, oh, nothing worse than walking into someone's house and just seeing this piss poor night. It's like, come on, guys, what are you doing? Okay, so you've got a real <laughs> chef's head about you when it comes to things like that. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it, uh, everything needs to be prim and proper in the kitchen. And that's like the number one thing that would just set me off. And I, I, I might even walk away from my ideas because it's a fucking dull knife. Wow. So let the, let the zombies play with them yeah <laughs> well they're not gonna do any damage they're dull <laughs> exactly like i i just can't stand it is there anything particular that you would say you cook the best anything in particular that I cook the best yeah that people say, I, oh. I would say late lately um because uh in massachusetts the fishing industry is still working and you can uh you can actually go up to the the boats, the boats that come in, especially like New Bedford, which is a city there I live, uh, that I live near, mm-hmm. you go right up to the boat and buy fish and shellfish directly from them now. Oh, cool. Yeah, because because they're not distributing so much, so they just sell it straight from the boat, which is fucking badass. Yeah, yeah, that's fresh. I mean, it's it's uh, it's not a 
there's no positive of COVID, but it's a change that, that I'm like, this is great. It's like, Ooh. okay, get it straight from the boat. Like, that's amazing. So I've been doing a, a lot of like cod fish fries lately that, um, that I would rather eat than going to a restaurant and getting it. So that's mine right now. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. It's uh, again, it's such a world apart. If what we got the Thames, that's yeah. you don't want to fish in that <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I'm fortunate that I live uh, on the ocean. Uh, it's great. Dull knives. Uh, dull I, knives. Of course. I, I, I see no reason why it can't go in the dead pit. I don't really have an opinion either way. I'm not much of a cook. Um, yeah, there you go. Two for two. I love it. Fucking toss them in. Let's go. <laughs> so what insight could you share, if anything, that kind of inspired the writing behind um, Omens? Uh, behind Omens. Okay, so as I stated earlier, mm. uh, we are uh, a band apart. Yep. And we kind of, there's been a big, uh, not a shakeup, but we got a new drummer who's German and that happened within the last, uh, year. Yeah. And then our new guitarist, Mike, uh, he just moved to Berlin, but Nick's been living there for like four years now, I think. Mm. So we were before this, we were already kind of a band apart. Yeah. And now things have like shifted, uh, towards or the majority are in berlin yeah but um a lot of the a lot of the ideas i mean nick nick is the main songwriter for sure but a, a lot of those ideas are old and that we would um we would jam on while rehearsing for tour when we're all together or um uh, like riff ideas sent yeah. uh via, via the internet exactly and you kind of you learn everything and, and, and you jam on it and then everything kind of comes together slowly, slowly. It starts to come together as a, as a complete song and it's, it's quite beautiful that it works this way. Um, I imagine at the start it seems like it will never work. Like when you first start like this is never going to be something. Right. Exactly. And also um, there's a big difference between sharing ideas and going to the studio is that you share the ideas and um so i'll, I'll get a file and then i'll you know i'll sit down with my bass and i'll learn it mm. and then you learn it and you listen to, to how it's played and then you know you start jamming it and you're like oh i have this idea yeah uh and then and then when we all get together we start playing it and then that's when like the uh the pull the the tug not the tug of war, but like, oh, like, will this work? And then new things get put in, and then you add your own personal uh, playing flourishes to it. And it's actually kind of nice when you hear like a de the demo compared to the final product. It's something I ne can never relate to because I'm not in any way a musician and stuff like that. But I'm, ne I'm always fascinated to hear about the processes behind how a band, particularly one um, with such a uh, rich history like yourselves, um, put this together and it is always wonderful to hear it that it comes with such um, in such chaotic fashion oh for sure but you know chaos reigns yes <laughs> and ultimately talent shines through so chaos is chaos until the people yourselves are able to turn it into what we end up with 
Absolutely, yeah. And I mean, that's what the studio is. It's, it's the Chaos Wrangler. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally putting a leash on things. Exactly, exactly, which is great. It's really good for musicians to have that. Mm, mm. And do so, you... Sorry, go on. No, 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 no. You go, you go. Um, do you, do you from, your, from your point of view, personally, um, find inspiration still comes easy to you after so much time? Uh, inspiration for for music writing? for um, writing, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, I love playing every day. I definitely play. Uh, <laughs> I definitely. I'm I'm more in the box when okay. I'm like at home. So I I do I make music just like on my computer or my iPad. Um, more so than playing instruments. I also mm. just have fucking loud amps i don't have like a small amp <laughs> so every now and then i grace my neighborhood with like <laughs> pounding distorted bass riffs <laughs> lucky them lucky them yeah I, I i'm nice i do it around like noon so like i'm like nobody can if you're still asleep like that's a problem yeah. and <laughs> so um so yeah i'm like in the box and recently just by myself i've been making a lot of sh- shitty country music because okay. it's super fun super easy yeah yeah it's a blast um, you say it's shitty why is yeah, it shitty it's the, it's the worst but okay. it's the best as well <laughs> you say I, that this, now and in 10 years time keep all those demos and ideas and you might have yourself a solo album oh yeah oh definitely and that's what i'm that's what i'm going for <laughs> <laughs> one day this release is like this awful country out <laughs> <laughs> You wouldn't be the first, so... <laughs> it's true, it's true. Okay, then, your third nomination for The Dead Pit. For The Dead Pit. Hmm, let's see here. I have a... I have a couple. Okay, so... This, I feel like this might... Mm, no. No? I don't know if I want to do this one. Okay. I feel like it's mean. Okay, no, well... Okay, okay, so... And this is in, uh, not aimed at anybody in particular. And this also has to do with, with uh, playing music live. Mm. But do you know the term Punisher? The term Punisher? Yeah. No, yeah. I don't think I do. So, I know, it's going to make my head, my ego sound like so much. But, like, when, you, you know, when you're in a band, uh, and Elder, I think we pride ourselves on, on – like we sell our own merch sometimes. We, mm. we we hang out with the crowd. Like uh, of course, like it's great to like talk to fans, but there are fans every now and then that it's just relentless questions and relentless talk, and there's no like social cue to them of, of a break in the conversation. And this is <laughs> what we call a punisher. <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, and I I hate I I. There are fans. That's why it's like a tough one for me because they're fans, mm. and 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 that we we love them. But there are sometimes when we're on tour that I just want to throw them straight into the dead pit. <laughs> oh no, I get it completely. I have now you're talking about it. I've stood at a merch stand waiting to buy something, and there's someone in front who's talking to a band member, and. The transaction's done, they've had the chat, they've had a photo, and you can exactly. see the, the band looking at me, wanting to sell more merch and all that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and, you know, being in the band, 
and being a nice person, especially like all the elder guys are, we're all nice guys. Mm. It's hard. It's hard to be rude, or, or you don't want to be rude, and you want to um, you want to see it through. But then there's a there's like a cutoff point where it's like, all right, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, really right, difficult. Man. Like there are other people, like exactly in the merch line, that want to buy stuff. Like you know, be respectful, move it along, keep it moving. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, as well. If you're a fan get out of the way so they, you can sell more merch. You've got a right. limited amount of time. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, it's almost like the, not quite as bad as that, but the obsessive bunny boiler type, I guess, where it's great to have passionate fans, but there's a line between obsessive and passionate. Right. Or there's the, yeah, I, and it's not really, I wouldn't say they're obsessive. It's more of just, it's more of just realizing that this is a band that you like and that they're trying they're they want to talk to everybody mm. and they, they and you can't give a hundred percent effort to just um to just one fan at a show and like yeah. it's, it's 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 that battle of like being rude or not and it just it, at some shows it's uh it's annoying <laughs> of course it is absolutely yeah, so. yeah. Um, and have have you ever had anyone come up to you and say the famous line, "I'm your world's number one fan"? Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> Does that scare you <laughs> when someone says that? <laughs> uh, it doesn't scare me. It makes me think. <laughs> <laughs> makes me think about you know people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like you're being very diplomatic here. Very. Uh, yeah, diplomatic. I have to be. I have to be. I have to. Be. Absolutely, I, I love I love all the fans, but there are sometimes that it's just like, all right, this uh, this has got to end. Like, mm. there's more. Uh, we have things to do. Yeah, <laughs> and you you know everyone's there to see you, and if they have an particularly if they have an opportunity, because you're still in a you still feel like you're in a position where you want to talk to the fans, and you've got that time, and you get to say hello and stuff like that. Because um, obviously, the larger you are. Um, the more disconnected you become, it seems. So the right. position you're in is still strong on that front. Absolutely. I think <laughs> I can agree with you on this one. Having, like, the fact that you stopped, once you explained it, it flashed me back to being at a venue in this country in London called The Underworld and standing there and being like, I really want to buy this shirt. This guy won't move. Yeah, yes. you're three for three. This goes in a dead pit. For you, what's your personal favorite track off Omens? The one that you really loved playing on and that um, when you listen back that you're like, oh, I love how I sound in that. Okay, so I'm going to give you a two-part answer here. Because mm. for me, there's always um, it, me. There's always two, two parts about a song that I love, an elder song. There's how much... Um, the emotion that I, I evoke from it, okay. especially playing, especially playing live, like like the riffs that make me kind of feel, um, make me feel like mm. it, like there are some songs that like I'm like yes, like this is exactly what I how I want I want to play this and like bring this to you, um, the, this emotion. So there's there's those tracks, and then I have the tracks that are the most fun to play. Yeah, like technical wise, like super fun like maybe i have maybe i have some bass like like slicks in there like that that are like that i'm like oh yeah that that's me right there. yeah yeah 
Um, so for the first one, it's going to be the single Embers. Okay. It is as far as that. Oh, sorry. The first one is going to be the technical one, the playing one. It's em- it's Embers. Okay. Um, which is the single that we released, and that song for the bass. If you if you really if you dial in and listen to the bass, it is so technical and it's hard, yes. but it's so it's so rewarding. Like there are so many um, there are so many like bass runs, and I'll land on a harmony with like Nick or uh, Mike Brisberg, and like that's just like oh yeah, and then you just keep playing, and it's like super fun. Yeah, and and so that's my technical playing one, at least right now. Mm. Like before. Um, it, Oh god. The embarrassing thing is when you blank on your own fucking songs. <laughs> what the hell was it? Oh, The Falling Veil. Okay, there's a reason why cuz the demo The Falling Veil which is on um Reflections of a Floating World. Yeah. That was the one before that that was technically the most fun to play. Okay. Like, super fun. I, and I had a hard time remembering it cuz the de- we had a demo name for it that uh I've always known it as. And oh, then of course. We had we had like a title change, so that's. <laughs> <laughs> but so yeah, the um, that is the most fun song to play mm. for sure. And then the other song is oh boy, sorry. Um, my other favorite song to play is "One Light Retreating," which is the last track on yeah. the album. Because to me, it's it's the coolest. I mean, Nick Nick is an amazing songwriter, mm. and, but One Night Retreating is this, like this beautiful piece that just blends heavy with pretty, <laughs> and I, it, it achieves that somehow. And I just I'm every time I listen to the track, I'm blown away by it. Yeah, and I think I think it's so cool. I think. I, as far as listener wise and elder fan wise, I don't I don't think it's gonna be like their favorite track, maybe. Ooh, interesting. I, I get what you're saying because it really depends what you want from it. So you talked about emotions and stuff like that, and that's very for me, I'm talking on a personal point of view. For me, I wanna feel when I listen to music, oh I can enjoy a headbanger and I can enjoy technicality and I can enjoy totally pits and wild grindcore as much as anything else but if you make me feel that's where i really really think and i'm glad it's that song you chose because that is my not just favorite song off the album but maybe my favorite elder song to date it's wonderful it's beautiful cool i'm i'm that makes me really happy because that is my favorite song too like it is it is so much fun and it's so different but Mm. but but still has the elder feel to it yeah, but yeah. It, but it's but it's fucking different. Like it, it's 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 like it's pretty. Yeah, <laughs> and, and like that's that where I am. Outro, right? It's a perfect outro, exactly. And uh, so I think that is my absolute favorite song. Yeah, absolutely. So how does it feel then when you see or hear Elder being described as an inspiration for brand new bands trying to sort of delve into that psych style sound? I love it. I say absolutely go for it Mm. it's that's amazing that we can uh evoke that in some people or be the impetus to to make people try to make uh music like this because the one thing about elder is 
I love being in this band because this is music that I would listen to. Yeah. <laughs> like, had I had I not been in the band, I'd probably be the biggest Elder fan. Like, that would probably be my favorite shit. But I am in the band. I mean, okay, yeah, what comes first, the chicken or the egg? I don't know. <laughs> but um, but I love this music. And, yeah, it's going to inspire uh, some dudes to make some ripping tracks or, like, I don't know, like, copy it and then find their way. Because I, I feel like that's how we started. Like, our first, uh, the self-titled album is, like, Sleep fucking like bongzilla worship yeah. that's like that, that's the first the first bands that we listened to back then when we were in like a high school yeah and, and then we we developed from that so you doesn't know, make like, you feel old though ah, nah. no. <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah i guess but i think I, we're in a good stride for yeah. for our age and no i don't feel old yet no absolutely um <laughs> Your fourth nomination for the Dead Pit, then. And fourth nomination. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take some uh, elder uh, input on this one because I I asked the guys. I was like, "What do I hate?" Okay. <laughs> because I, it's it is a hard question when you aren't like thinking about that mm. or mad, or mad at something. And and uh, Nick had the first one, and he said. <laughs> He said, you hate when you get spanked without knowing that you're going to get, like, surprise spanking. Oh, like so you're standing there having a chat and someone walks up behind you and... Right, exactly. When that happens to me, my eyes go red. <laughs> <laughs> and I literally, like, want to kill the person that, that did it to me. Really? Yeah. So no one, even knowing that, no one ever tries to mess around with you just by doing it then? No, it's just, I mean, obviously it's just going to be my good friends, but fuck that, dude. Throw it in the fucking dead pit. <laughs> I'm just trying to think what visual representation I'm going to use for this when it goes in the pit. <laughs> and uh... <laughs> I, I, I don't know. This is just something that I hate. <laughs> I could do without. It's a good one. It's a good one. I like it. <laughs> um. Yeah, I was. I, without, without, we, we can't talk it through too much because we'll start delving into how many times you've been spanked in your lifetime, and that's an odd question. It's a, that is an odd question. That might that might uh, unearth some like deep dark, uh, <laughs> some deep dark emotional things from me. <laughs> truth be told, I've rarely been surprise spanked, but uh, I imagine I wouldn't like it. So yes, this goes in as well. Four for four. Excellent. So, other than work, what else is kind of keeping you busy at the moment? Is it just, as you say, messing around with the music? It, no, no. I, I, but I think I hit on both topics. It's messing around with the music. Yeah. And it's well, I'm playing a little bit of Animal Crossing right now too, which is I love it. I can't deny. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty nice. It's it's pretty nice. But uh, yeah, cooking is the number one. I work at the supermarket. I have – there are some perks that come with it, and that is, like, if there's stuff that isn't available, I I, I know when it comes in, and, like, I have first dibs on it. Oh, so cool. it's just been, it's just been like, every night just chefing up something different. Oh, and lovely. So much fun. Uh, it's probably not the healthiest thing, but it's uh, decadent in a way. <laughs> <laughs> I eat well. I eat well every night. Uh, so I, I love that. 
Okay, so you've got plenty to kind of keep it busy, as you say. You've got your relaxing time. That's what Animal Crossing is. That's your time to relax. Oh, yeah. So do you think, at this stage, do you learn anything about yourself during this lockdown period? That's It's a hard to answer because I'm not so locked down. Mm. Like, I, I, I'm working every day, like working a lot yeah if, if anything i'm finding out more about myself working at my local deli for sure yeah yeah such as such as just you know things that make you tick things that make you happy okay cool uh working with the public in this time like it, it's 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 interesting mm. um being on the front lines of all, all the stuff unfolding and and how i'm dealing with it and everything is it's new <laughs> It's eye-opening. Yeah, and unless if you've never done a any form of um, work where you have to serve the public in some way, I always feel like you can, can't relate to the challenges that that brings in itself. But also I think it, tell, it says a lot about the type of person you are that um, you can enjoy that because a lot right. of people don't. Absolutely. Okay, um... What advice would you give to fledgling bands who have just started up, say, in this last year and have hit this brick wall that is COVID? Um, what advice could you give if you could? It, I say if you're a new band that's, that's just blooming and starting out, I think that this is the time for material. I think you can... It's tough because... I think that writing like gets better as time goes on. So right now it's a very condensed period of that. Yeah. But I think that every band, like even including ourselves, I was talking to Nick and he, he was like, yeah, I've been writing a ton of music. I've just been like by myself. I think that this is a time to just get material. Yeah. Like, you know, you might as well, if you have all these shows and everything taken away from you, you might as well, uh, counter that with a one-two punch of like oh yeah here's another record like <laughs> why not absolutely the, the, yeah the, the funny thing is out of this we could end up in 2021 with a lot of bands not just releasing new material but releasing some of their best stuff that they wrote during a period where they never expected to be locked in a house for four weeks exactly exactly so that that would be my advice just write, yeah. just right practice 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 yep get better get your chops start playing other music like learn learn a weird song learn an easy song <laughs> like expand your playing like that's just you have all this time yeah you basically do don't be waiting to get out live you've got this time use it absolutely right your final nomination then what's the last thing because you're four four for four i can't see why it wouldn't be five for five i i can because i'm like I'm such a pleasant guy. I don't really <laughs> hate that many things. Or that many things don't annoy me. Oh. It's, it's so tough. I got to think about it. Maybe uh, I should do... Huh. I should do like a, a film or something. I see you have the Marvel cup there. I'm thinking about Marvel right now. All right, okay. Yeah, I mean, let's take a let's take a U-turn here. And let's... <laughs> we'll go to media. And... I'm not excited. What what is it? What is it? The phase, phases. Um. Yeah. Or like the oh, with the films with the, with the films. Yeah. 
The phase, yeah. like yeah, like phase one and phase two. Exactly, and... exactly. I'm not excited for any of this new shit that's fucking. Okay. Coming. I think it's fucking played out. Like, come on, you had a you had a you had a monarchy for ten years. Yeah. Of 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 box office smash hits and like all this stuff, and it was mostly good. But seeing this new stuff roll out, it's like, mm, it seems like there. It's becoming a bit of a one-trick pony, and like I, I couldn't be like more bored with that. I, you, 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 yeah, you're right. I mean, here's the thing, right? Marble cup aside, and that is literally a cup I'm drinking out of. I'm not even a big fan. Um, but like you, I've seen almost everything of the ten-year period. Right. Um, yeah. And as you said, mostly good fun a lot of the time and stuff like that. But I'm not looking at whatever the next phase is and going, right. can't wait for uh, to do it again. Um, exactly. It kind of reminds me of like a long-running TV show when they kind of get played out and you're like, oh, we're going to have another season even though... Exactly. Yeah. Well, like, Walking, like Walking Dead or like something like that. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I was literally thinking of The Walking Dead, yes. Yeah, exactly. It's like, or or like maybe, maybe, uh, or uh, these content producers not being able to pull the plug on, yeah. on an idea. I'd say throw that in the pit. Like, come on. Like, nobody, nobody needs to see this again. We can't get into a routine here. We need we need to develop. It's really interesting because, I say you you get this impression that yeah it's all played out and everybody's sort of can recognize that yeah but then they still earn so much money, right? And, and that's um, like sad. Yeah, and it makes you go huh. And uh, Disney Plus just came over to the UK a few weeks ago, and. Uh, I'm not a Disney guy. My wife isn't a Disney guy, so I was like, well, we won't bother with that. We've got no need for that. Yeah, but you watch Mandalorian, right? I was about to say, um, <laughs> and before I came on with this, just finished episode seven of The Mandalorian on Disney+. Oh, Plus. shit, dude. You don't even know what you're in store for. <laughs> for some reason, they keep drip-feeding it in this country, one every week, so... It was episode seven, and it was like, really? God damn it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. I mean, that, like, I I do love that. Mm. The, oh, Mando has been the best. It is like, really, really it's, good. It's really, really good. And that's actually, it's funny because of what I, I was, uh, I was shitting on, like, the, the Marvel, like, universe and um, what they're doing. Like Star Wars kind of did that, and then they they they're coming back a little bit. Like, yeah. <laughs> maybe they maybe they realized it, and they were like, okay, we need to we need to really change it up. Well, it seemed like they did, didn't they? Because they did like um, yeah. Rogue One, and right. that didn't. I, do I, I, well. I but I love I love Rogue One. I thought Same Rogue here. One was fucking brilliant uh, compared to the other shit that they were putting out. I agree. Like the, new, the, like the Skywalker trilogy or whatever. Mm. And then they did the solo movie, and that really didn't earn what they expected. And then they seemed to back off and go, "Okay, maybe it's overkill, and we need to slow it down." Right. Or and they like shook it up. They they gave they gave the franchise to a new like John Favreau. It's like, hey, hey why don't you take your spin on this? And I think that that's great. Yeah. Like like a complete a complete new direction for the franchise, which I, uh, that I like. Which doesn't seem what like from what we gather with Marvel, it seems like it's going to continue as we previously saw, and that's not that exciting. And weirdly enough, it does tie into horror because horror 
moves in cycles, and we've been stuck in this. What um... the Bl- the Bloomhouse fucking age? Or or sorry, I, I I've been thinking about horror because I'm not the biggest horror fan, mm. but I I do watch and read about like the Bloomhouse productions and stuff. Yeah. And there's a lot of good stuff in there, but there's a lot of crap too. They're the dominant force at the moment, which right. um, and no one ever stays on top forever. So right. Just wait and see, really, until the uh, until it crashes, basically. Exactly, yeah. And I, I can even tie this back into Elder that, um, like we, I feel like we took new directions on on every album, and and you know a step forward or something. And it's bad to get locked into this like comfortable past that even you'll upset you'll upset people, but. I think you'll gain new new uh, fans and, and and more conversation when you change. So, very few bands can stick to type. Very few have been able to do it. Even the likes of Maiden branched out here and there with some different albums. Oh but man, the likes <laughs> of Slayer are very rare. Very rare. Right. Exactly. And I, I just want to say, I'm pretty big fan of. X, the X Factor, but <laughs> <laughs> give me all the Blaze Bailey you can get. Let's go. That, <laughs> it is such a cool, bad album. I love it. <laughs> you might be one of the few people in the world who would say they love the X Factor. Oh man. <laughs> I um, I, I, yeah, you're five for five. I totally agree. Um, congratulations, all of them. Uh. No a problem. So uh, we're going to wrap it up then with really a guess about the future of Elder. It's difficult to talk to because everything is on hold and you're in the same position as everyone else. We're right. just just waiting, really. And that's it, isn't it? It's waiting. There, I do have um, one hope. Cool. And uh, so everything has been postponed until next, until the fall. Yeah. And, you know, that's touch and go still. And, okay, that's what we have to deal with. Yeah. I do have this hope that all these festivals, that every band, every band, not just Elder, you know, even the the South by Southwest, the like that sort of stuff, that all these bands that work so hard were booked for. Yeah. If, if everything goes the way it does, I just hope that next year it just moves like like nothing ever happened. <laughs> That everything just gets replaced, like all the festivals, like like Vakken, like um, we were supposed to kill, play uh, Roskilde, the yeah. Danish festival. Mm. Like like next year they have the same lineup. Like yeah. don't don't snub these bands that work so hard to make it to these places, um, and give them the opportunity to to fulfill the destiny that they were booked for. Like yeah. that 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 would be perfect for me. I would expect that pretty much. I mean, because surely I would think from a festival booking perspective, it's just easier, right? If other than your giants, your headliners, who you may have other plans, um, majority of the bands, I imagine, you're gonna need you're gonna need to get out and play live, right? So no one's gonna be like, oh no, I can't do it because we were gonna go in the studio because how none of that's been planned, I guess. Exactly, and so I, uh, my hope is that everything just takes a pause. Yes, and we can hit play 
next year. It's going to be one of those men in black, put the exactly. thing, and let's just forget 2020 happened and 2021 exactly. will be it. Right, and you know, the bands that are booked, they might play new material that they wrote like in the interim, but mm. um, just don't don't snub them. These, yeah. these bands work so hard. And and I, I I just I just it saddens me to think about all these cool festivals that Elder was about to play, and then we're not playing them anymore. So like, I want to play them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, it's simply watch this space. We'll see where we're at in. Well, it's changing week by week. We'll see where we're at right. next week. We'll see where we're at in a month. Um. And simply put, at this point, it's exciting time for Elder. New album is out now, 24th. So available every way you listen to music. Every which way. Everything. Couldn't be any easier any, to, <laughs> to get your music now. And there's no excuse to go, oh, that's too long. I haven't got time for that. You're stuck indoors. <laughs> yeah, absolutely right, man. <laughs> and even if you're a key worker, essential worker, you've got to get to work. That's what headphones are for. I hear you, man, for sure. Jack, thank you very much for taking part in the Dead Pits. Carl, thank you so much. I hope I didn't shake things up too much, but it was honestly, it was a pleasure uh, meeting and talking with you. It's been a uh, blast, man. Yeah, it's been absolutely fantastic. Thank you very much for watching. You can check us out on GBHBell.com as well as on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr. Go to Patreon to help us out over there. That's patreon.com forward slash GBHBL as well as Big Cartel where you can find some of our merchandise. We have a podcast running on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And of course, if you like this video, do us a favor, hit the subscribe button and help the channel grow. Games, horror and heavy metal. What else is life for?